Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Welcome to the Simply Vegan podcast with me, Holly Johnson, and my co-host, Gabriella Clark. Each week, we discuss the latest vegan news, taste test new products, and chat to some of the leading names in veganism. Welcome to episode one of series two. Hi, everybody. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. And here we are in Veganuary 2021, which is really exciting. I think it's, it's a record year already, I believe. I think they've got to, um, they've beat previous year's records already. So that's fantastic. Amazing. Really nice to have that positive spin on what looks to be still a bit of a gloomy month. So something great to focus on. It is. So did you ever do Veganuary before, Gabriella, or, or were you sort of vegan before you know before you kind of yeah so I actually went vegan around June July time about two and a half years ago so um I've never done veganuary as a normal kind of meat eater um or that's that wasn't my entry into veganism but um having worked or used to work in an office being around lots of people who gave it a go for January and actually quite a few of them then still one two years on are still vegan so I think it's such a positive movement for for vegans veganism how about you yeah I'm the same I never actually did it which I feel quite sad about now because I would have loved to have kind of said you know I did veganuary and then stayed vegan um I I just I I don't know I, I don't even really remember kind of being aware of veganuary before going vegan I think I went vegan in like February three years ago um so again I just missed it but 
but now every year I make sure I sign up online because I think it just adds to the you know the um the momentum doesn't it and, and adds to the figures um, mm. and it's also great to you know you get so much stuff via email a lot of it you know when you've been vegan a while you kind of know already but there's some great recipes and there's just yeah they 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 do send some really helpful um info so yeah so this year I thought I would do um and it's not going well I have to say <laughs> I thought I would do whole food plant-based for January which I kind okay. of just, I kind of just made it up but <laughs> Um, having having eaten quite a lot of naughty vegan food lately, especially last series when we were taste testing a lot of um, a lot of treats, a I, lot um, of treats. <laughs> yeah, I thought I would set myself that goal, but then my mum made me a massive batch of vegan brownies yesterday, so it's it's not going that well so far. <laughs> I mean, the brownies need to be eaten for sure. No, this is it. I did. I did say to her, you know, please don't do this to me. They sound delicious. I think, though, you know, they're still home baked. True. With love, they're not going to be maybe the slightly more processed stuff that we've been indulging in over Christmas to, to, you know, fill our fix to get our yeah. fix of that Christmas food, buffet food. So I still think the brownies are technically whole foods, I would say. <laughs> we'll go with that. Yeah. <laughs> so we thought we'd share a few tips, didn't we? Because, um, you know, possibly quite a few new listeners might be trying for January for the first time and be completely new to veganism. So do you want to start with yours? Yeah. So my first tip is, and I think I've mentioned this before, but is to actually enjoy it. I think so many people go into January, whether they're choosing to try a vegan diet or another type of diet and see it as a month of abstaining from everything that tastes nice or everything that's going to satisfy you. And actually, I can honestly say my diet as a vegan is more fulfilling, more exciting more diverse than it ever was when I was eating meat and dairy so yeah first and foremost enjoy it don't see it as a a a diet that cuts things out more as a way to add lots of different things that you might not normally eat or cook with into your everyday eating really yeah that's a really good tip I think Mm. yeah sort of um elaborating on that a bit I think when I went vegan I I found food suddenly really exciting and and like you say Mm -hmm. just just discovering new foods rather than thinking I'm taking all this out of my diet look at it as this is a whole new way of eating and a new way of cooking and a new way of living really um you know tofu I mean it's only actually recently that I've discovered how versatile it is you know I mean you can make you can scramble it um with some turmeric and maybe some paprika um to make and to make scrambled tofu like mm-hmm. you have scrambled eggs mm-hmm. um you can bake it so marinate it and bake it so it's kind of crunchy you can you know use it in curries there's so many different ways to use tofu um seaweed i mean i'd never really eaten seaweed apart from if I had a Chinese takeaway but then I don't think it's even seaweed is it but Chinese takeaways I think it's um no 
crispy kale. So yeah, I'd never, I'd never eaten seaweed and I love that. I use the nori wraps. So you can get those in Tesco's or any, you know, most places now, um, which, you know, we make sushi with, vegan sushi with like avocado and sweet potato. Make sure you have a nice sort of sauce or something to dip it in. Delicious. Um, yeah, just, just, I just, yeah, just think, make it exciting um, and explore new flavors and try new things. Definitely. And there's so, you know, trying veganism in January, the benefit is that there is just so much content out there that's so easy to find in terms of recipes and people to follow. And there's so much out there. There's, you know, really imaginative vegan chefs and cooks and cookbooks where if you're the sort of person that loves to spend time in the kitchen maybe at the weekend being really inventive there's amazing recipes for that and then at the same time there's some really quick easy healthy recipes that tick the box for those midweek dinners so so much inspiration out there it's a really great time to be giving it a go yeah and in the supermarkets as well um I've just been well I went to Lidl the other day and Aldi today because I I heard they had a I think they call it the special is it special event or something like that Mm -hmm. yeah so I just raced over to my local Aldi and they've got so much they had I think I think they're salted caramel cupcakes no Biscoff I think they're Biscoff um, cupcakes they had um, pano chocolat vegan pano chocolat all sorts pesto because usually pesto has cheese in which mm-hmm. is something that I didn't even consider before um they, yeah they've got loads in there coleslaw potato salad same with Lidl's they've got um coleslaw so it just makes it so easy it really does doesn't it it really does and I think you know most people would be surprised just how many easy swaps there are um So first and foremost, there's loads of easy swaps. Like you say, your normal coleslaw, I'm buying just a vegan one that tastes exactly the same. Second of all, there's lots of products that are accidentally vegan, things that you think can't possibly be vegan, like most bourbon biscuits are vegan. Yeah, Oreos, things like that. So yeah, have have a read of the packaging. And then third of all, there has been such a boom in brands, really amazing brands doing really inventive things with plant-based ingredients. A couple of my favorites are, I don't know if you've tried them, Holly, the Squeaky Bean uh, brand. They're in definitely in Sainsbury's and in Waitrose. I don't think I have. And so they do, I guess they're kind of like sandwich meats, but they're made... 100% from beans so they're not processed at all so they do a pastrami and then kind of like a chicken and kind of like a ham but really good for you not processed made from beans delicious and they're so lovely on salads in bagels um great if you're working from home and need like a really quick lunch so there's lots of amazing brands out there to try I haven't heard of that one. I need to look that up because often mm. my daughter, I mean, my daughter's vegan. She's not at school at the moment because the um, start's been delayed due to COVID. Um, my son is not vegan, but he's doing, he's, and this is completely his uh, 
his idea. He said he's going to do veg January, which wow, good for him. him. Yeah, which which in his mind means vegetarian January because he 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 just he says he just can't give up chocolate. Not that he has <laughs> to give up chocolate. But I think he's just worried about his regular chocolate bars. You know, he's it's not quite right. He's only eight. So, um. well, guide him via your Instagram page. I saw this morning on Accidentally Vegan, which is another really great account to follow on um, Instagram. If you're on there, Accidentally Vegan UK, they post loads and loads of um content of things that are in different supermarkets people kind of post photos to them share images so you know what new stuff is launching but they did a post today um vegan swaps for the veganuary the chocolate edition right oh brilliant so I guess it's part of a series that they're going to do um and there was four slides and they posted like Maltesers, Reese's Pieces, Dairy Milk Caramel, Bounty, Chocolate Orange, and then underneath a vegan replica. Oh, wow. Okay. So if I that's know. his uh, Achilles heel, as it were. He's got no excuse. <laughs> no excuse. <laughs> I need to head to that page after this, after we've recorded this episode. <laughs> Do some blind taste tests with him. Yeah, definitely. So yeah, those um those squeaky bean slices though would be really good for sandwiches because I think it is really difficult with with lunches for school to find mm. things even even if you're you know if you know if you're not vegan it just becomes really boring doesn't it so yeah really monotonous no we're a huge fan of those in our house and you know there's there's great vegan substitutes for ham and bacon by some of the more well known brands like corn. But knowing there's brands out there like Squeaky Bean who may be a little bit less processed if you're still wanting to be conscious of the health side as well. Great to see brands like that emerging. Yeah. Really exciting. Brilliant. Well, we taste tested um, a new product recently. So we, we did a lot of taste testing during December of all the Christmas ranges. Um, and this is kind of perfect for veganuary actually they are new centerpieces um from bowl um and they are in tesco and co-op now they're four pounds each and there's, there's there's three to choose from there's a sweet and spicy glazed aubergine a whole roasted firecracker cauliflower and an indian spiced butternut squash and they're just really good because they are healthy they're not processed and they're just a great replacement for how you would have meat in a dish if you are the kind of person who's, you know, used to having meat as the centerpiece. Um, and they, they come with recipes as well, recipe ideas. So you can, you know, kind of give you an idea of what to put with them. Really brilliant. My favourite was the Indian spiced butternut squash, which has an almond pistachio crumb and coconut yogurt mm. it was lovely and honestly you eat it and you think I can't believe this is a vegetable you know <laughs> it's like amazing love it when that happens I know it it was brilliant and of course you could try and recreate it yourself you know whether it would taste as good or not but it's yeah a brilliant idea um, and then my second favorite was the firecracker cauliflower this was huge um, it you know it fed 
all four of us. Um, that That's was really, brilliant. really nice. Yeah. And then the aubergine. Aubergine's a funny one, isn't it? I, I'm, I sometimes like it and sometimes don't. It's just kind of the texture, I think. Mm, yeah, I think you have to really cook it right to avoid that maybe more slimy texture that yeah. isn't possibly for everyone. I know what you mean. Yeah. But they, yeah, they were all brilliant. Definitely something to check out. Um, you, you tried some of their, was it their soup? Yeah. So we had um, a little explore of the brand and some of their options through the more kind of easy lunch options, like their soups and one pot meals. Um, really delicious, great brand for that kind of grab and go easy lunch. Um, my partner is fortunate enough to still be able to go to work and not working from home so he took a couple in as well um, and they're a really great solution so um, yeah I definitely recommend checking out the brand if you're looking for for something delicious um, either as that kind of centerpiece that you tried or some of the one pot soups and paella kind of bean chili meals lots of options yeah they're kind of ready meals but they're really healthy they just they're just not processed are they which, which yeah is great. and good portion sizes yeah as well so worth checking out the brand um for sure yeah well I think we better wrap it up there we will be back next Tuesday with more Veganuary tips and more news and reviews Stay with us. Next, I'll be chatting to Tony Vanelli, head of comms at Veganuary, about the history of the campaign, what to expect this year, and more meal ideas and tips. Hi, Tony. Happy New Year. Thank you so much for joining us on the podcast today, our first one of 2021. Thank you for having me. That's okay. So what's your role at Veganuary? I'm the head of communications and marketing. Right. Okay. So you just kind of um, look after putting out all the info for press and things like yeah, that. Yeah, I oversee all the external communications. So from our media outreach, um, social media, the content of our pledge series, just making sure that we're always speaking with the same voice. Yeah. And providing the most uh, relevant content for our supporters. Okay, so how did Veganuary get started? It was founded uh, by a husband and wife team, Matthew and Jane, in their kitchen in York back in 2013. They were both, you know, quite active vegan campaigners, but they realized that for most people, you know, the idea of suddenly changing their diet overnight forever is quite a daunting prospect and they thought that giving them the chance to try it out you know on a 31 day challenge would actually make it seem more feasible for people so they launched the first veganuary campaign for january 2014 and they had just over 3000 people sign up that year which is brilliant for for first time thing isn't it definitely they said they only expected they thought if we get a thousand people we'll be thrilled yeah so it was obviously you know the um the appeal of it was out there even you know quite a few years ago but since then, yeah it's just 
skyrocketed, hasn't it? Oh, incredible. I mean, last year we had 400,000 people take part. Um, and this year, uh, in October of 2020, we actually passed 1 million participants since the campaign started in 2014. So that's actually an enormous growth in just seven years. Yeah, it's incredible. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, because I think what I'd always encourage people to do is go onto the website and sign up because I have a lot of people who kind of it's almost become a thing of its own, hasn't it? Yes. You know, people don't necessarily realise that it's kind of connected to an organisation or, you mm -hmm. know, there's websites and things. I think a lot of people just think, you know, you just kind of do dry January and you might do the January as well. So, um, yeah, my husband's a bit like that. He's going to kind of go all out and um, do dry January and the January. Wow. Um, <laughs> yeah. But, um, you know, I'm sort of like, you've got to go onto the website and sign up because otherwise you don't get the numbers, do you? So people don't know how many people are doing it. Exactly. And also they miss out. You know, we provide 31 days of emails with loads of nutritional info, recipes every day, shopping tips, you know, lots of really useful information all for free. So yeah. if people yeah. don't sign up, they're really missing out on a lot of really helpful resources. Yeah. And we know, you know, from Kantar data that we commissioned um, last year, that 10 times as many people, as you say, do Veganuary without actually signing up through our website. So it is much bigger, but it's just a shame that so many people are going it alone when yeah. there's help at hand. So what can we expect from this year's campaign? So this year, um, we've got a lot of celebrity support. I mean, we'd have celebrity support every year, but this year we just published an open letter with some really big names signed onto it, urging people to try vegan this January. So we've got Ricky Gervais, Paul McCartney, Chrissy Hind, Jane Goodall, which is amazing, um, Brian Adams, and then we've got Greenpeace UK and Friends of the Earth also both signed on to the letter, several politicians, you know, really just focusing on the fact that this new year gives us an opportunity to change. You know, 2020 has been a big wake up call for everyone. And we know that, you know, factory farming and our consumption of animals is linked to pandemic so we have a chance to start over effectively in 2021 and change our diets and help prevent this from happening again yeah a lot of the people that I've spoken to throughout our podcast series this year have touched on the same thing and it's just you know it's just become so real to me that this you know our farming of animals in the way that we're doing it it needs to stop I mean obviously as a vegan I'd like to see no animals being farmed however <laughs> we have to be realistic don't we so you know and just yeah just no more factory farming thank you very much let's put an end to that right now <laughs> absolutely yeah and I think there's an appetite for it out there you know we've seen our sign-ups really increase since the pandemic started mm -hmm. at first we were quite apprehensive we thought well people can't even get food in the supermarkets at the moment because the shortages so you know we didn't expect that to happen but it became clear very quickly that actually there was an increased interest in plant-based foods and plant-based cooking um, and I mean our sign-ups are you know at least double of what they were last year at this same time and they have kind of been you know that much higher all of this year since the pandemic started so yeah. hopefully it is helping people to change yeah hopefully this will be the turning point mm. so 
you talked about the celebrities. How do you get them involved? How does it work? Uh, it's a lot of hard work. Right. <laughs> um, we do actually have someone whose sole job pretty much is to reach out to celebrities and to sort of maintain relationships with the celebrities who are really supportive of us. I mean, some people like Jasmine Harmon, Peter Egan, um, Ivana Lynch, you know, they're just so dedicated to the cause that they will do pretty much any media interview that, you know, we get requests for and post about our campaigns on social all the time. So, you know, people like that, we really try and support as well in their endeavors and, yeah. and really yeah. keep the relationship there working well. But it's constantly monitoring the media for people who have mentioned that they're interested in trying veggie or vegan foods or have changed their diet or are really interested in you know environmental issues <laughs> approaching them we have celebrity participants every year so you know we look both for people who we think might be interested in trying it to be participants but also people who are already vegan or you know advocating at least for a primarily plant-based diet who might make good ambassadors who can promote our message yeah. we just reach out to them and you know, and, and we keep trying even yeah. after we get no response and hope that something that we, you know, invite them to take part in will appeal. Yeah. My boss keeps telling me to get Lewis Hamilton on the podcast. And, yeah. Um, I'm like, I've just, I've lost his email. I just yeah. to get hold of him. <laughs> so, yeah, it's not easy to get hold of these uh, sort of high profile celebrities is it but no it's really not it's really not I mean we've approached Lewis Hamilton so many times for so oh. many things you know even just donate a recipe for our cookbook you know that sort of thing and yeah. it's tough you can imagine the amount of requests they get yeah oh you're letting us down Lewis <laughs> <laughs> so okay so January 2021 any newbies who are, you know, perhaps they've been a bit flexitarian for the past year, or perhaps they're completely new to veganism, what advice would you give them? So we have a few sage pieces of advice that we always give people. Um, the first one is to be prepared. So, you know, you will fall at the first hurdle if you wait until January the 1st to think, oh, I better get you know, what am I going to eat today? And you don't have any plant milks or vegan marge in the house. So plan in advance, make sure you've got some shopping in for the first day of your vegan pledge so that your meals are all already planned for that day. And also think a bit ahead of time. You know, if you know you've got um, social events that week, I mean, probably not this year, but lunches <laughs> <laughs> to pack for work, yeah. You know, it, it does pay to plan ahead. So although there's more vegan options available now on the high street, you know, you can still end up in a situation where, you know, you're stuck for food. So just making sure you have packed food or, you know, have at least a few snack bars to hand is really helpful. Then the second most important thing is to be kind to yourself. You know, don't let perfection be the enemy of the good. We all slip up, we all make mistakes, we all give in to temptation sometimes. And if that happens, you know, you should just chalk it up to experience and keep going. Don't decide that, you know, because you've had one mess up, you should just abandon your vegan attempt altogether. I think from Veganuary's point of view, that really is the most important thing. You know, we all make mistakes. The important thing is that we all try and keep going. Yeah. And third is 
to keep experimenting with different products because there's so many different types of you know vegan sausages plant milks vegan cheeses out there if you don't like the first one you try don't write them all off because they're all so very different so persevere because there will be a version out there that you'll like definitely yeah (laughs) I agree with that I think cheese is one of those ones isn't it that a lot of people kind of cite as their reason that they can't go vegan and I think you know why not why not just kind of try everything else keep the dairy cheese going for a little while and then maybe try and start phasing it out um perhaps cooking dishes that don't have cheese in them naturally rather than Mm. trying to sort of uh, you know exactly replace your cheese and biscuits with vegan cheese because I mean vegan cheese is getting better isn't it it is getting better yeah yeah um we quite like the applewood smoked um yeah cheese and for Christmas I ordered um some artisan vegan cheese from a place called uh palace culture so it's kind of cultured cheese made from nuts and it's kind of good Mm. gut and oh it's absolutely delicious um it is expensive but it's like you say it is just kind of trial and error looking around i think the facebook groups are brilliant so there's like accidentally very good yeah um and you know obviously the vegan food and living pages there's yeah there's so much advice out there and people are so friendly like Mm. I think you know a lot of people on these groups kind of come in and say oh I'm a complete newbie and everyone's there supporting you and and kind of helping you with advice so they're definitely a great resource definitely yeah yeah that is really important and they'll tell you about you can find local you know Facebook vegan groups as well like for your local area and they're quite useful to find out about you know the products near you or the menu items near you as well because I used to live in Taunton in Somerset and I had no idea all the number of places that actually had vegan offerings you know but the minute I joined that group I learned loads about my local area I liked your point though about trying making dishes that naturally wouldn't involve cheese because I mean I went vegan a long long time ago before there really was vegan cheese available I mean you could only really get it in a few health food shops so you just got used to eating everything without cheese you know pizza without cheese and lasagnas without cheeses and that sort of thing and actually when all the vegan cheeses came onto the market I was like it actually tastes so much greasier and heavier with this in it like you just get used to it very quickly not having that on your food yeah you do and it's and it is healthier all round, isn't it not having cheese because even um you know even uh vegan cheese is high in saturated fat so yeah yeah exactly a lot of them are coconut oil based yeah yeah, yeah I think the nut based ones are obviously healthier but as you say they're quite expensive so yeah yeah I mean a little bit is a treat now and then sure but you do yeah. your taste buds adapts so quickly yeah definitely my daughter has been vegan I think two and a half years now she's 14 um, and she can smell milk powder from like a mile away <laughs> I'm just like I'm, I don't think it is it does have milk powder in it Diane yes it does yes it does check the label I'll check it and it will be literally the last ingredient the tiniest wow. dairy milk powder and she can she can smell it she's yeah she's so kind of in tune with, <laughs> with the um and everything tastes so sour I think doesn't it when you yes. when you do give up dairy um and then kind of you know whether it's accidentally having it or whatever um yeah it tastes really sour so what sort of meal ideas would you recommend? 
I think, again, for the people who are just starting out, you know, brand new, we tend to recommend making the same meals that you're used to making, just swapping in, you know, the vegan alternatives for the meat or dairy products. So rather, if you're used to eating lasagnas and burgers and pizzas, you know, make vegan versions of those using either lentils or soya mints. You know, there's so many ready-made burgers available out there, vegan burgers. Um, so instead of, you know, suddenly swapping from those kind of foods to eating kale and quinoa and raw juices, that's going to be quite a leap. So stick to meals that you're used to, just veganize them. Um, yeah, I think it's just just make it easy on yourself, isn't it? Exactly. Yeah. I mean, certainly once you've done it for a few weeks and you're feeling a lot more confident, then by all means branch out. Because another amazing aspect of veganism is that you discover so many new foods. You know, we all tend to get into just a habit of eating the same seven dishes, you know, every week. And when you remove that from your diet, you're forced to just explore and try new things. And, you know, so often we hear from our participants that rather than feeling like they were missing out, they discovered so many new foods and flavors and dishes and really felt that their diet expanded when they went vegan. Yeah, so much more colorful, isn't it? Definitely. Yeah. So what about nutrition? Is there anything that new vegans should be mindful of when they're kind of cutting out eggs, meat, fish and dairy? Yeah, definitely. And again, you know, this is one of the reasons why we like it when people sign up rather than going it alone, because we do provide useful nutritional info in our pledge emails, because, you know, you do have to be conscious of where you're going to get certain vitamins from. It's entirely possible to get them all on a vegan diet, but you do have to make sure you're eating, you know, the right foods for it. So the key ones, I mean, vitamin D and calcium for your bones, obviously very important. Calcium is widely available in lots of green vegetables um, and in tofu, tahini and some other nuts and seeds. Um, Vitamin D, again, a lot more foods are being fortified with vitamin D, a lot of the plant milks. But we would certainly recommend that people take a supplement in the UK, as the government recommends everyone living in the UK does in the winter time, because we don't from the sun in the winter at our latitude. Um, Iron, very important for energy. Again, green leafy vegetables, very good for that. Um, The beans and pulses, oats. Um, And then B12 really is quite a critical one for vegans. And although, again, many of the plant milks are fortified with it, um, yeast extracts like Marmite and the Engevita or Nooch nutritional yeast all have it, we would still recommend people take a supplement just to make sure they're getting the right quantity because most of us don't really plan our meals every day (laughs) to make sure we've got the right nutrient amounts in them so vitamin d and b12 are best to supplement to be safe yeah so i mean like you touched on vitamin d is actually recommended by the nhs for everyone isn't it even mm. if you're vegan or not um i always get a bit defensive when it comes to supplements because when my daughter went vegan some of her sort of friends or their parents said well you know how can it be healthy when you have to take supplements um But obviously, you know, doing the job that I do and sort of, you know, the amount I've learned in the last three years is just amazing. Um, Obviously, B12 
B12 was originally in our soil, wasn't it? But, uh, you know, our soils have been degraded from over farming. It's not there anymore. Plus, we're scrubbing things clean, you know, vegetables and things. Um, so B12 is actually given to animals. Exactly. And yeah, meat eaters then get their B12 via the animal. So actually, you're just cutting out the middleman and getting a nice clean B12 supplement rather than one that's had to pass through. Exactly. <laughs> that's <being>. it. <laughs> yes. I mean, that is really the crux of the issue. Like the farmed animals that they're eating are being supplemented. Their diets are being supplemented. So, you know, you can't claim that taking supplements is unnatural when the animals that you're eating are being given supplements. So that's yeah. equally unnatural. And unfortunately, a lot of other things, including anti antibiotics and all sorts. Well, exactly. Yeah. I mean, the other vitamin that's quite important for vegans um, to ensure they're getting is iodine. And we need it, but in very small quantities. And the majority of people would get it from cow's milk. But it's not because cow's milk is actually naturally high in iodine. It's because the solution they use to clean, to disinfect the milking machines is iodine based. Oh. So milk becomes a good source of iodine, but it's in no way natural. <laughs> no, it's from a cleaning solution. We discussed it. Exactly. Week, yeah. It's, it's horrid to think that. Yeah. Ugh. so yeah iodine is in it's in seaweed isn't it it's in seaweed and you can get iodinized salt as well so sometimes in the supermarket you'll see it marked as iod iodized salt okay. um, and that way you would make sure you were getting it in your diet yeah if you had just a general multivitamin like one of the vegan multivits it would have iron in it iodine in it as well yeah yeah, so either way, I think it's just, you know, just checking, isn't it, that you are. Exactly. It's just, it's just about having a varied diet, I think, isn't it? And thinking. Exactly, that, yeah. If you're eating the same thing every day, then you're not going to be ticking all the boxes. Yeah. <laughs> so you said you went vegan a long time ago. Should we just finish off by hearing about your vegan journey? <laughs> yes. Um, so, yeah, I went vegan 30 years ago. Wow. <laughs> 30. <laughs> I was 19 when I went vegan. Wow, you look amazing then. <laughs> oh, thank, wow. thank you. <laughs> um, and really, I mean, I'd gone veggie when I was 15, 16, really, kind of about turning from 15 to 16. I'd always loved animals, you know, as most people do. Um, and my dad was a butcher my whole life. Really? And when I was a yeah, when I was a little kid, we, you know, we'd go into the butcher shop, you'd see the carcasses there. It didn't really phase me at that point until I was about seven or eight and we went to a farm for the first time and I saw live cows and pigs and sheep. And, you know, at that point, I fell in love with the animals, of course, and then was horrified when in my mind I connected the two. Mm. And at that point, I said to my mom that I didn't want to eat meat anymore. But, you know, she was very old school. It was the 70s. She was like, no, you have to eat meat or you'll die. <laughs> so I carried on eating meat. <laughs> oh, but then as a teenager, we did a module at uh, my school about vegetarian diets and, you know, how to get all the right nutrients and to put together a diet plan. And at that point I went, oh, so you can live as a vegetarian. That's what <laughs> I'm going to do. <laughs> and then the vegan thing came because I got involved in animal rights campaigning. And then as soon as I found out, you know, that cows had to be pregnant to produce milk, 
um, and that the babies were taken away. I was, that was it. It's like, no, okay, I'll, I'm a vegan now. Yeah. yeah. It's, that was a real revelation for me. I mean, it's obvious, isn't it? But you just... Exactly. You just yes. think about it. You just... I don't know you just you just drink it you just buy it you drink it and that's that but when so true when you know the truth it's it's so wrong and or just yeah the calves I mean cows are so intelligent aren't they and and such sort of loving mothers and and Mm. you know I mean a lot of people report that they cry as the calves are taken away and it's just yeah it's just very sad Um, it is yeah it's so weird as well right if you think about all the things we do to animals the fact that we deliberately impregnate them but it's not the babies we're interested in they're just a byproduct we just want to drink their breast milk it's so weird it really is and and yeah I think it's you know it's time for change now time for us to denormalize these things and realize definitely not okay you know it's really not okay well, it's been lovely chatting to you. And uh, yeah, I want to wish everyone trying Veganuary this year. Good luck. Keep going. Don't give up. Go to the website and um, pester Tony for, you know, all the help <laughs> you need. <laughs> We've got a great Facebook group as well, actually, when people sign up, they can join our closed Facebook group and okay. they're really supportive in there too. Brilliant. Well, thanks, Tony. And I'll speak to you again soon. Brilliant. Thank you. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.